Shabbos Daf Tzadik Zayin. Today's email comes from Yossi Orkin from South Africa. He says he does 14 Chazars a week per Daf. How? He takes a 45-minute jog in the morning and he listens to the 8-minute Daf three times. He comes home, re-records the 8-minute Daf in his own words, and it's only for four minutes. Competition here, the 4-minute Daf. He listens to that on double speed four times. On Friday, he listens to all 7 Daf of the week, again, on double speed four times, which only takes him one hour for a total of 14 Chazars. On Shabbos, he does additional Chazars. And then he writes, I'm truly thanking the rabbis for giving over the Daf in such a clear way that I'm able to gain so much just by listening to the 8-minute Daf. The Gemara tells us, If you suspect somebody for doing something wrong, and you are wrong about that suspicion, you're going to get punished. We find that Moshe Rabbeinu suspected Klai Yisrael that they're not going to believe that he's the Redeemer. Because Rabbi says, what are you talking about? They're maminim b'nei maminim. The fact is, you might have a problem with the Muna because the Torah says, Yan lo bi. You, Moshe and Aaron, didn't believe in me. What was his punishment? He put his hand b'cheikai, he took it out, it had saras. Says Rava, you see from here that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives an award, it comes a lot quicker than a punishment. It only became saras once he took it out. But it was healed once he put it in from the extra word, mecheikai. When Aaron's staff swallowed up the, uh, the Mitzrim staff, that was an additional nace that a piece of wood could swallow. It wasn't a snake or an alligator or whatever it was that swallowed. Says the Gemara, if somebody throws an object from Rishus HaYachid to Rishus HaYachid and there's a Rishus HaRabim in the middle, Machlaikis Rabbi Kiva and Rabbanon explains Rabbi Amnuna, the Machlaikis is below ten Tvachim, whether or not we say the concept Kluta Kemishun Chodamia. That is, as the item is traveling through the air, do we say halachically it landed in Rosh Hashanah and then it continued its journey on to Rosh Hashanah That landing, according to Rabbi Kiva, is what makes the chiyuv here, and that's why it's also in Yerchai. According to Rabbi it's not as if it landed, it just continued into the next Rosh Hashanah and therefore you are potter. Above ten Tfachim, says Rabbi Amnuna, everybody would agree that you are potter. Because you don't learn the concept of throwing. Throwing is not Asr. How would you know that throwing is Asr? From passing an item to another person, which is Asr. They're not the same. You don't learn one from the other. Rebbe Lazar says, no. The Machlaikis is above Ten Fachim, and that exactly is the Machlaikis. Whether or not you learn throwing from passing an object to another person. Rebbe Chilki Ratuvi says that under three Tfachim, if somebody threw an object under three Tfachim to the Rosh Rabbim, everybody agrees he's Chayev. Why? Lovud. Anything that's within three tvachim is as if it's touching the ground. Above ten tvachim, everybody agrees that it's potter. Why? It's a mocking tour. The whole machlag is in a very narrow window from three tvachim to ten tvachim, the seven tvachim window. Rabbi Kiyah says, in that area you are chayiv, and Chacham say, in that area, area you are potter. If somebody throws an item from one Rishus Hayachet to another Rishus Hayachet, and there's a Rishus Rabbim in between, Rav says it's Asr, Shmuel says it's motor. Obviously, we're talking about the two Rishus Hayachets are owned by one person. Not necessary to have an area of Chatzerahs, and even with the Rabbanon and Smutter. And Rav says it's also, we have to understand Rav says the Gemara, the reason is because one house was higher than the other one, and he misjudged his throw and was concerned that it will go retrieve that item. Now, what about the fact that he threw the item from Rosh Yachin and it landed in Rosh Hashanah? Perhaps that should be also, says Rashi, it's a misasik, and therefore it's not also. It's like trying to lift a knife up and put it in your pocket, and by mistake you cut something. You had no intent to do it. And therefore, it's motor. If there's a Roshus HaYachid that's situated between two Roshus HaRabbims, and you threw an object from Roshus HaRabbim to Roshus HaRabbim, and it went over, passed over Roshus HaYachid, 
according to Rebbe, you're chayv, according to Chachamim, you're potter. The Gemara explains, according to Rebbe, you're only chayv in a situation where it went through a house that has a roof, and that house is dark and stuffy, so it's as if the entire house was full, and it landed in that house. And it continued on into Rishul Sarabim. Otherwise, even Rebbe admits it's potter. It seems like Rebbe would say that it landed in Rishul Sayachim, and continued and took off again and went to Rishul Sarabim. Therefore, perhaps it should be chayv, Two karbanis, one for Achnasa, from going from Rishusaram to Rishusayachid, and one from going from Rishusayachid to Rishusaram, which is Haitzah. Gemara says, no, Rebbe holds that you're only Chayv one in such a case because Haitzah is Av and Achnasa is a Talda, and you're only Chayv one on Av and a Talda. Perhaps, who says that you're Chayv two? Maybe it's Rebbe Yehuda in a different case. Where somebody threw an object into Rishus Harabim from Rishusayachid, so that's Haitzah, but then it traveled four Amas in Rishusarabim, and that's Havara. You could learn like that and say the review that says Yechayv 2 and Chacham say Yechayv 1. Or perhaps you could say, and that's how Rabbi Rabbi Yosef learned, that Rabbi Yudah says you're only Chayv 1 in such a case. And Chacham are going to say Yechayv 0. Nothing. Why? Because Meaning, when it comes to Yechayv Shabbos, it's Melechus Machshavos, it's your intent that counts. And since it's not what he wanted to do, he, want, he didn't want to throw it in that way, he's not Chayv. Rabbi adds to the 39 Malachas, two additional Malachas, to have 41 Malachas. And you'd be chayv 41 Karbanas if you do these 41 Malachas in one awareness. And they are Shoivet and Medaktik. Shoivet is taking a tool and separating the chassis threads to untangle them. And Medaktik is to take a piece of wood and push down the garment. Chacham say those are not additional Malachas. The Shoivet is Mesach, putting in the strings in the right loops, and medaktik is oireg weaving. The havamina in Rabbi Yehuda, that you might be chayif to, what is the havamina? Either he intended for the item to drop, to, to, to go from Shusha Yachan to Shusha and stay right there, or he intended it to go for Amas, but he didn't intend two things. Says the Gemara, what he said was, I don't care where it lands. And once he said those words, I don't care where it lands, so it landed twice, he's chayiv twice, perhaps. That was just a havamir. In fact, Allah is, if somebody has intent to throw eight amos, and it only goes four amos, or if he has intent to throw it four amos, and it traveled further, double the distance, eight amos, he's potter, because his intent didn't happen. Unless, of course, he says specifically, wherever it lands, I'm happy, and therefore he would be chayiv. Now, one last point is, if a person writes, he intends to write a full name, Shimon, and instead he writes Shin Mem, Shame. He's Chayev, because in order to get to the Shimon, you have to write Shin Mem. Over here it's different. In order to get to eight Amos, you don't have to throw it four Amos. You can do it in one shot, one flight, a non-stop flight of eight Amos, and therefore, he's putter in such a case, had a wonderful day.